This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 756, Evgeny's Advanced Advice for a 7 and Higher on IELTS Writing. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. With hundreds of band 7, 8, and 9 success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash score. Today we talk to Evgeny, a Three Keys student and this month's Writing Wizard winner. Listen up for excellent tips on increasing your IELTS writing score and dedicating yourself to success. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, IELTS Energy fans and future test takers. Welcome to the show today. We have a very special guest, Evgeny. Now that I'm saying his name right, I'm excited. Um, Evgeny, can you introduce yourself, please? Hello, my name is Evgeny. I'm a Tricky IELTS student and I'm going to take IELTS uh, test soon. Yeah, very soon, right? And like, <laughs> yeah, a, like a week and a half or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the reason why Evgeny is here is because he wrote the winning essay last month, and we're going to talk about his writing and anything else IELTS-related that comes up. But guys, do listen in today because, oh my gosh, his essay is amazing, and you're going to get some really important tips for getting that seven or higher in writing. Um, So Evgeny, tell us a little bit about your IELTS journey so far. Um, okay, like my first attempt to get like uh, the scores that I want was in December of 2018. And that time I got only six uh, in the writing part and seven and a half in listening. And but other parts were more or less okay. Like I got um, eight uh, in the reading part and uh, seven in the speaking. Then I wow. took it again in March or in the beginning of April. I don't know exactly. I don't remember exactly. And uh, <laughs> I got uh, 8.5, 9, 6.5 and 8. So like I wow. failed uh, the writing part again. <laughs> But oh my gosh, those scores are amazing. Um, is that when you decided to get into three keys was just because of that writing score? Um, actually, no, because, you know, um, after my first IELTS attempt, I started listening um, like this podcast and I noticed that uh, like my speaking skills um, were getting be better and better and better. And I saw that like my 
uh, speaking score uh, was eight after seven. And yeah. I think uh, <laughs> it happened because um, of your podcast. And awesome. I, like, I was thinking, like, if it uh, helps me with my speaking skills, it has to help uh, me with uh, writing, with the writing part of the yeah. exam. Totally. Okay. That's awesome. Yay. I'm so glad that our strategies helped you for that second time. Um, that's good. I mean, all of your scores increased that second time. Like those are crazy increases. And you know, what's interesting to me is this difference between the reading and the writing score. I mean, you, one would expect those scores to be closer together, you know? I mean, reading <laughs> and writing are directly connected. So I think we can see from those scores that you do have a very high writing score in you. We just have to bring that out. Um, so <laughs> after getting into the course and really focusing on writing mostly, I'm guessing. Um, have you discovered anything that like you think was holding you back from that seven in the past? Yeah, for sure. Like uh, the main problem that I faced uh, is uh, task response is the task response criteria criterion because um, it's it's crazy. Like you, mm, if you are not an examiner, you are not able to like to know what uh, the examiner looks for writing your essay. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like all, all of this, um, like this thing is very vague. And uh, when I like started uh, using the course, um, I found out what I, what I should write about, uh, how I should uh, I don't know, show my opinion throughout an essay and so on. And also like the best thing of the course is uh, like our templates because, uh, you know, uh, these templates uh, help um, not only with um, cohesion, coherence, and task response, but also even um, with grammar and vocabulary scores. Yeah. And like for um, cohesion, coherence, and task response, they are you know essential because like it's, it's very useful. I mean, uh, I, uh, recently I watched uh, a webinar from IDP, and um, like the examiner talked about um, task response, and when I like uh, listened to her, I just uh, realized that uh, we have everything in these templates so we don't need to <laughs> to make things up yeah like we ho we yeah. have everything already yeah totally yeah i love that i love i love that observation that's completely true right because after being an examiner for so long, I mean, I basically memorized all the scoring system because I <laughs> stared at it for millions of hours and thought about it for millions of hours. So that's where all the advice comes from. All the sentences and templates and everything it comes directly from that score. And like Jenny's saying, if you're not an examiner or you don't have access to an examiner's knowledge, it's impossible to know about task achievement, task response, and 
also to a large extent cohesion coherence, right? Um, the examiner's looking for such specific things to give you good scores in those categories. I mean, vocab and grammar, awesome. Read a lot. You know, like that's how you can improve your vocab and, and grammar. Like that's up to you. But the other two scoring categories, you really need to know what the, what the test needs. So let's talk about, um, your vocabulary of Jenny, um, of Jenny, mm-hmm. sorry, of Jenny, because your vocab is amazing. Um, and I would think that you have done a lot of work on this yourself. Like, how have you been able to reach such great vocab? Well, first of all, I, I read a lot. I mean, I read books, I read magazines, and um, also I just, I try to fulfill all of my spare time with English. I mean, I watch shows, uh, films, I listen to podcasts, I talk to native speakers, and every time I, I do something in English, I found new vocabulary. But also, I mean, uh, I think that, um, um, the, uh, like the best thing to improve your vocabulary is to write essays because when you write essay and then check it, um, you can see like um, which words you use uh, too often and uh, you look for um, uh, like uh, synonyms and so on. So I think this is the best thing to improve vocabulary. Totally. Yes. And I, I love what you said before as well. There's two sort of takeaways I think that are great for students out there to remember and employ in their preparation. One is that, like Evgeny said, every time he does something in English, he learns new words. Like that, that's just, that's amazing. So think about this. Like if you're trying to fit English into your life as much as possible, just like Evgeny's doing, then you're going to be learning that much more new vocab, right? I mean, that's just like logical. Statistically speaking, (laughs) the more English in your life, the more English you're going to learn. Awesome. And then it doesn't end there, right? Making yourself use this vocab in your writing. And still, guys, like if you're close to your test, you need to be timing yourself. Of course, you can't use the dictionary while you're practicing. But after that one hour is finished, keep going, learn more, use the thesaurus, use the dictionary, make sure that you are still improving your vocabulary the whole time. So if I could just read a couple sentences from your essay, it's so good. So the question last month, guys, was, um, nowadays, many young people leave home at an early age to either study or work in another city. Do you think this has more advantages or disadvantages for young people? Um, so, Amazing vocab, right? I love in paragraph two when you're saying one supportive claim is the fact that migration to a different city is a grave hazard. So grave hazard. It's not just saying like maybe dangerous, right? Um, taking this to extremes, a grave hazard. That's a lovely phrase. Um, and your examples. Okay, so we talked about how you got such great vocab, but the examples are so specific. So in that second paragraph, you're like, take my elder brother as an example. He moved to LA, wanted to work as an actor, and he couldn't. He was a waiter. Like, these are such believable, like, real-world examples. Now, my question is, is that true or did you make that up? 
Um, of course, I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought so. Um, is that difficult for you to come up with specific examples like that when you're just making them up? Uh, no, like, you know, maybe it was difficult when I just started writing, but now it's very easy. I like fake researches, uh, like personal examples. Everything is very easy. Okay, awesome. Why? Is it just practice? Like how, because I know a lot of students out there would love to be able to invent stuff this easily, right? Because you have to be quick on the exam. You have to come up with specific ideas really fast. So how did you get your brain to do this easily? Um, I don't know. It just, uh, it's just a skill that, um, you work on during your preparation. And, yeah. um, also, um, I don't know. I, I know, I know templates, uh, because <laughs> like templates have, uh, examples of, uh, uh, these instances. Yeah. So just yeah. I can use them. And, um, again, um, like when you read a lot of, um, I don't know, magazines, um, these examples came, come to your mind easily. I mean, for example, in the winning essay, I wrote about uh, leaks of information, yeah, about like uh, different scandals with um, the Democratic Party in the United States. So I just knew it because I I I read it before, and uh, it was easy. But as for, uh, and as to like uh, <clears throat> personal examples, it's uh, I don't know, just super easy. You. I, I, I think it's just, you should know how to, uh, like, to do, uh, that, uh, you can, uh, do it on the exam and that's all. Just nothing else. Yeah. Okay. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So the essay that I was reading from actually was something you sent me before. It wasn't the wizard essay. Thank you for pointing that out. <gasps> But they were both amazing. Okay, exactly. So the more you read, the more ideas get into your head. And it's not just that. So what Ev Evgeny said before that is also something to note, guys. When you have templates, when you read model essays, then you see how other people come up with examples. And you could develop your own example strategy from that. Say, for instance, like, okay, in paragraph two, I'm always going to use a personal example. In paragraph three, I'm always going to, like, talk about a famous person. And of course, like, that's not going to fit every single topic. But having these prepared ideas going in, it narrows your options. Because I think that's something that paralyzes a lot of students is like, there's so many possible ways I could come up with an example, right? Like a person, a place, my country, uh, the newspaper, the, the fake research, whatever. So it's like, how do I start? Like, where do I go? So really, guys, just trust yourself. The first idea that comes to mind, go with that. And also try having a template like this where you're like, okay, I'm going to use this type of example in paragraph two and this type of example in paragraph three and see if that cuts down your time. Okay. Evgeny, thank you so much for sharing your experience with us today. And I think you're going to do amazingly on your next IELTS exam coming up very soon. Um, do you have any advice for our listeners out there who are also going to take their test soon? Um, just practice and read a lot and just immerse uh, 
like yourself in English. That's that's all you need to get yeah. a high score. Totally, totally. I, yeah, you, Evgeny, you make it sound so simple, but it can be that simple. And it's not simple. It's a lot of hours. It's a lot of work to do what he just said. But that's it. That advice is perfect. And guys, if you are ready to get into the course and dedicate yourself to increasing your IELTS scores, we guarantee that Three Keys IELTS will increase your scores. So go right now, guys, to allearsenglish.com forward slash basic. Or if you want classes with a member of our team, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash coach. All right, Evgeny, stay in touch. Let us know your scores, okay? Okay, okay. All right. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.